Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, October 21st, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. Early voting in Georgia reaches a record high. Home sales falling to a historic low. More businesses flee San Francisco. A new report names the most intoxicated towns in America. Also ahead, update listeners sound off, but first. Turnout from Georgia's first week of early voting, setting a record for a midterm election. The Peach State passed an election integrity bill in 2021. President Biden dubbed the new law Jim Crow on steroids. Why? Because it requires an ID to vote. And the progressives don't like that. Despite the data, the record-breaking early voting, Stacey Abrams claims people are still being turned away from the polls. They're not. The U.S. housing market reaching a historic low in September. Real estate agents blame stagnant sales on inflation, surging mortgage rates, and construction problems. More than 60,000 purchase agreements have been canceled. Mortgages up 10%. Monthly payments up 50%. Compared to last year, economists believe there is a 100% chance the U.S. will fall into a recession within the next 12 months. More businesses closing stores in San Francisco. At least 20 national chains have shuttered locations in the Bay Area since January, all because of -of out-of-control crime. Retailers leaving the city include Starbucks, Walgreens, Trader Joe's, CVS, Walmart, Ikea, Dunkin' Donuts. According to police, criminals in San Francisco steal more than $8 million of merchandise every month because they are not prosecuted in San Francisco. A report from the World Population Review ranks the most intoxicated places in the USA. Towns are judged by daily alcohol consumption, drug arrests, pot sales, and overdose deaths. Here are the top five. Lincoln, Nebraska, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Fargo, North Dakota, Ames, Iowa, number one, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Folks there drink 50% more booze than the national average. All I can think of is these places are really chilly in the winter. In a moment. Update listeners have their say. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. First letter comes from Albuquerque, New Mexico, James. The interview with Joe Biden at the ice cream shop in Oregon, where he says the economy is strong as hell, assures we the people 100% that he is only getting the message the people in charge of him are giving him. I see it a little bit differently, James. I believe that Joe Biden lives in a delusional world. Truly. Truly lives in a delusional world. Yes, he's told what to say. Yes, he often says it. But he believes it. That's delusional. Deborah, Jacksonville, Florida. Joe Biden has a long history of lying, but his recent untruths may be something different. One of the symptoms of dementia is confabulation or false memories. Neither is a good option for the president. That's an interesting point. False memories. I had a mother who, before she died, was not rational. She had a lot of mental problems. She wasn't diagnosed with dementia, but she didn't have the false memories. Once in a while, she'd snap back, and she, she couldn't remember anything short-term, but she did have long-term. So, interesting. David in Long, South Carolina. Is it unrealistic to believe if Congress and the Senate go Republican, they will be able to force President Biden to open the pipeline? No, they're not going to be able to force him. It's an executive order. So, uh, Biden, first day in office, said any uh, pipeline on federal land is shut down. Drilling for oil on federal land shut down. Congress cannot overturn that. Jeff Hudson, Ohio, during the Trump administration, the USA was energy independent. The cost of energy was much lower. Is there anything that can be done about the Biden energy policies if Republicans win the House and Senate? Well, it can be bills passed, but the president may veto them. You know, our system is checks and balances here. And that's a good thing. And finally, Kevin from Sacramento, California. Bill, through this election cycle, the one highly critical element I'm not hearing is what could occur in the Supreme Court should Democrats hold the Senate. Should a justice pass or retire, leaving the final vote to a gang of Democrats, that might tip the balance of the court. Not, no, that wouldn't happen, Kevin, because it's five to three now. There are only three progressives on the court. So if another one is appointed, and that would be a uh, long shot, because I think the Republicans will take the Senate. But if they don't, and another Supreme Court justice is appointed that is progressive, they'd still be in the minority by one. Anyway, I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. If you would like more news, analysis, honest, please visit BillOReilly.com. You know, if you go to BillOReilly.com, you'll be very pleased you did. And I also hope you consider my book, Killing the Legends. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, 
your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 110 years ago this week, Theodore Roosevelt was shot before a campaign event in Wisconsin. Despite the wound, Tough Teddy delivered his speech with the bullet still lodged in his ribcage. Here's the story. Roosevelt served as the 26th president of the United States from 1901 to 1909. On October 14, 1912, Teddy was stomping across the country hoping to win a third term. As he arrived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a man rushed forward, shot him point-blank in the chest with a 38 caliber pistol. Amazingly, the bullet failed to kill the former president. Teddy was saved by a spare set of glasses and a bundle of papers in his breast pocket. The assailant, a delusional 36-year-old bartender named John Schrank, was immediately taken into custody. The Rough Rider refused to cancel his campaign event. Roosevelt informed the crowd of the shooting, opening his jacket to reveal a blood-soaked shirt. Said Teddy, quote, I don't think any of you know this, but I've just been shot. It takes more than one bullet to kill a moose. The bullet is in me now, so I can't make a very long speech, but I will try my best, unquote. While the incident galvanized the public, it was not enough to save Teddy Roosevelt's campaign. He ultimately lost to Democrat Woodrow Wilson in a landslide, 435 electoral votes to 88. With his presidential ambitions over, Roosevelt launched a series of scientific expeditions into the jungles of South America, the Amazon. He returned to the USA in 1914, died five years later from a blood clot at the age of 60. And here is something else you might not know. The gunman behind the assassination attempt blamed the entire shooting on a ghost. The crazy bartender said the spirit of assassinated President William McKinley directed him to kill Roosevelt. The guy was committed to a mental hospital and remained there until his death in 1943. Back after this. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. 
As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.